1: In the foulest of language, join us
0: in celebrating the old and the new, the best
1: and the worst in horror.
2: Alright, welcome back one and all to The Horror Returns. I'm Lance, and with me as always, my co-host Brian Phillip. Kevin might be in a little bit later, but um, we do have a special guest tonight. It's uh, Cameron Sullivan.
0: Cameron Sullivan
2: himself from the Jacked Up Review Show. What's up, man? Always delightful. How are you, Mr. Lance Hendrickson? (laughs) <laughs> well, we tried to interview him. We ran into some troubles. It's right there. Brian, you tell the story, man, because I always sneak in the wrong words when I tell it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it sounds about right.
3: <laughs> uh, long story short, uh, try try to try, try to get the interview when when the the handler of the convention is not around. Yeah, because he wanted to
2: interview with us, but there was some roadblocks because it was an event. Yeah, we've, uh, we've, we've actually got some friends of the show that did a, a documentary about uh, the show he was in, Millennium. Oh, nice. They were part um, of that one. Yeah, they hooked us up with an interview, so we were, like, all set up. And I I, met, I saw him coming in on the first day, and I said, hey, Lance, we're going to get to talk to you tomorrow. He said, absolutely. Uh, we get over to the table. Not so much from his yeah. uh, very aggressive handler. No interviews. <laughs> no interviews. Oh...
4: Well, that was yeah. the tamest i've ever heard you tell that story
2: <laughs> uh, Yeah, I, I
1: feel your pain though i've i've been very disappointed the last at least five years so uh uh texas Frightmare and just seeing just a lot of the lines just being overcrowded and oversaturated and just i don't know just everyone just not giving completely their all so it's been a very oh. underwhelming um, experience in some cases for me
2: yeah, like three it or four sense. years ago. Remember, remember, um, Philip, when we walked right up to the bar and had drinks with the Saska sisters and all these other people. And oh yeah, that was great. Very different atmosphere. It's getting yeah. A lot more they corporate.
4: they came up to us at the bar and we're hanging out with us the Saska sisters, and there was like all kinds of celebrities in the bar. And uh, yeah, now it's like there's so many people in there I get like anxiety
1: <laughs> it, it can be ex- anxious at times but yeah, yeah. I, I know what you mean and sometimes you'll meet the guys at the bar and then you're like well I'm not sure I want to bother them right now I wouldn't want to be bothered if I was eating you know
2: <laughs> oh yeah and then some no, of them are they, surprisingly they were very <laughs> yeah, welcome yeah they were all partying but um I, I'm hopeful if one good thing comes from all this uh shit show over the last year I'm hopeful that um Maybe everybody will be a little bit more more open. You know, maybe not quite as crowded this year. Who knows? Yeah, I guess we'll see.
1: They they should uh, do the interview uh, because they really do want to do something fun as opposed to, oh, well, I'm bored. So now you can interview me. Well, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) you're not going to give your best material.
4: (laughs) Well, yeah, and that's where we got a lot of them. But, yeah, it was like there's so many people in there. It's like you're just shoulder to shoulder with everyone. And it's just this giant. Crazy.
1: So much for six-foot rule.
4: Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, I mean, I haven't been yeah, there since then.
1: <laughs> I saw some people going to Joe Bob. <laughs> I was like, geez, okay.
2: <laughs> well, enough about that, man. Tell us about your podcast and, and where to find you.
1: Okay. We are on Podbean, Anchor, and plenty more, and we just covered – it is just that. It's a review show, and we'll tackle various cult franchises, various shows, as well as food <laughs> and music. And we equal opportunity. Equal opportunity, and we've had some pretty loaded interviews on occasion. We were fortunate. Uh, highlights included interviewing Wick Kiyosayanada, who is best known for doing Zero Tolerance with Scott Atkins, Ballistic X vs. Sever, and Talking to. That was a very eye-opening experience on someone who's basically whole, kind of like Albert Pion. His whole career had just been fucked with by just multiple different producers.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We also interviewed B-movie actress and porn star Leslie Zen, and that was very animated, as you can imagine. <laughs> 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 it's like a Howard Stern show. <laughs> Well, and that's even more. It's funny you bring that up. I even brought up stuff because she had limited interviews and notes to go on. And she's like, oh, my God, I saw that stupid interview I did with them years ago. I was so embarrassed. <laughs> I was like, well, but those are the best she ones. Said it, not me. <laughs> All that's right, awesome,
2: well, man. Yeah, it was. Appreciate you coming, up, coming on the show, man. man. We've been uh, Thank you. <laughs> trying to get together a couple of times. You you still, uh, I guess that. I'm hoping the invite's still out for one of us to, to come on there one day. Anytime. It's just, you know,
1: everything can fall for the crack at any minute. And everyone's got to have a thick skin, like with any inter- kind of entertainment. And
0: mm-hmm. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> some people oh, take it way
2: too serious. It's like, okay, well, we don't have to
1: record today. It's okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You got to think on the fly sometimes, right? Sometimes. And
1: other times just say, okay, well. We're gonna stitch this all together.
2: <laughs> Alright, man. Well you uh you know how the show works. We are yep. gonna always let our guests go first. Um what's the what's the coolest thing that you've seen, read, heard, video game you've played, movie? What's your cool of the week? Okay,
1: well definitely t- another plug. Uh has anyone ever encountered the website that occasionally still updates, uh come up in reviews? Mm-hmm. Uh uh-huh. Okay, well, so they would just tackle all kinds of just outrageous video store kind of material. And, oh, wow. Uh, Brett and Ty, they're just brothers. You know, one would just come up with the review reviews while the other would type it up. <laughs> it was that simple. And they got a podcast a few years back and they would even have Matt Poirier of the Direct Video Connoisseur and his blog and podcast come on and they do a section called Video Store Memories and they've even gotten Mike Scott of the... Atkins on Disputed podcast, and yes, that man has actually talked with the martial artist and actor Scott Atkins several times on his podcast.
0: Nice. And they
1: just it's just very eye opening to where he's like, oh man, I long for the days of Hollywood video and those other mom and pop stores. <laughs> <laughs> all before the years of goodwill, and they just would just all no matter who they have on, they're just all these just very eye opening. Is like, oh no way, no shit that's what they did in that area of California or Wisconsin or <laughs> North Carolina, and Dallas and Arizona of all places. Like they, they just will take you through is like, so what area was organized where, you know, where was all the crazy cheesy direct video shit uh, typically put up in the store? Where was all the, you know, mainstream blockbusters that everyone instantly wanted to book, you know, right. And rent and, and, it, you had to work some for it. real gutbusters. In yeah. addition to that, they also will just uh, do other amusing stuff like should have been an action star, should have been a, a movie. Like they will just come up with just outrageous pitches is like, <laughs> yeah. Why hasn't anyone used that sarcastic or dry? A one a liner or, you yes. know, slogan.
2: <laughs> right.
1: With all the other crazy stuff that's out there.
2: It uh, looks like they're most recently reviewed uh, Blood Fist 7. Is yeah, it- they, they, they do. They 7. go into
1: many of those cheesy kickboxing movies, and they have originated a new term called punch fighting to describe <laughs> just crazy, non-existent fighting styles that are used in some of these kinds of movies. <laughs> punch fighting.
4: I got to check that one out. Blood Fist 7.
1: <laughs> I didn't know that was a <laughs> it's thing. Gotta, it's yeah, got to be good, come on, man. Come they on. go into... The, they'll do focuses on all those martial artists and they'll go beyond just the Wikipedia page. They'll even look up rare documentaries and fitness tapes. Some of these crazy guys had
2: <laughs> fitness tapes.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, i <laughs> got all that
4: stuff, man. He starts hey. talking and you know, he's got his whole
2: coming everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> coming <laughs> documentary. everywhere yeah. They Did you guys see that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't I, I definitely remember that part. He said, When I bump iron, it's like I'm coming. <laughs> right.
1: And <laughs> just all the other people who just like would watch that documentary nonstop and want to be a bodybuilder, I'm like, good god. Right. <laughs> well hey. If that's what it takes, I guess so. <laughs> yeah. Hey. All you
4: gotta do is come on stage. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right, so that so that podcast is your cool of the week. Did they do anything on YouTube or any uh, any other media besides pod, the podcast? Uh,
1: uh, uh, other than their website, uh, yeah, that, that it's just the podcast for now. But uh, cool, that's the, kind of you can find them on Facebook and uh, Twitter and definitely Instagram. tie action rocks is his Instagram handle.
2: Very nice, Phil. You want to jump in? Um, yeah. The only thing I
4: can really think of that I watched this week, and I don't know if it's a cool or a not cool, um, mm-hmm. it's not as bad <laughs> as I thought it was going to be, uh, Space Jam. <laughs>
2: yeah. I've seen that <laughs> five times this it, week, man.
4: Well, I'd heard really, really terrible things about it. Uh-huh. And the, uh, are we talking about the new one or the old one? No, the new one. The oh, okay. new <laughs> one, baby. <laughs> and uh, and uh, they're, they're all pretty much true, but it's still not as not as bad as it sounds. And now we uh, know
1: it's one big giant universe. Every Warner Brothers movie is literally in that same zone. That's true. Yeah. It was a little distracting, actually. It was. I, had I started to looking for people times. in the background. I did do man. I was looking
4: Taking at out the, out the Easter view. eggs. But, uh, I, no, like, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I mean, it's a cheesy yeah. kids movie. But uh, the original Space Jam was terrible, too. Let's just yeah. admit it.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> It was fun. American action had its moments, too. <laughs> yeah. Joe I mean, Dante went back to indie film. <laughs> yeah.
4: Like, it, it's, it's fun. But, you know, Michael Jordan is not an actor. And <laughs> neither is LeBron James. So.
2: <laughs> but he <laughs> got, he got loony, man. He got
1: loony. Yeah, yeah. he did get loony. And if I was a giant star kind of playing myself, I probably wouldn't care about going to the right. SAG conferences. <laughs> yeah.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, that's all I got this week, and I'm going to say it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Hey, man, I got kids, and I work. I don't have a whole lot of time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's fine. I thought it was fun, too. Oh, And it had everything working against it. It's like, why is everyone complaining about how everyone's animated and sexually presented? I'm like, this is a kid's movie. You would complain if it looked too promiscuous. (laughs) My God. People just want to throw fire when they're there's nothing to throw it at. <laughs> it,
2: was, it was a movie. Like I said, I've seen it five times this week with the, the kids here. So, there you yeah. have it. Brian, you want to watch the
1: original so many times. I'm surprised I never had to adjust my tracking.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I popped that fucker in so many times. You want to jump it?
2: Got to love some Lola Bunny.
3: <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. shit. You got, a, you got a dozen this week, Brian, or what?
3: I only got one. What? It's a first. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I just had I just had one of them weeks where I just I didn't really feel like watching anything new, and I just kept putting on stuff I've seen a million times. But I, I did get one new one in. It's a a new A twenty four film, uh, Zola. You guys heard of this one?
1: I think I saw the promo and watched
3: it. Yet. Yeah, it sounds familiar, but I don't know what it is. It's a dark comedy based off a of, let me let me read it out here it was a twitter thread by this uh, by this lady named Zola that became viral that yeah. ended up becoming a rolling stone article called zola tells all the real story behind the greatest stripper saga ever tweeted so <laughs> <laughs> uh, what I expected to hear <laughs> yeah this is definitely not one to have on in front of the kids Ooh.
0: really
4: essentially
3: it like- it's this uh, Zola comes across another uh, another lady, um, Lance. Uh, what is her name? Riley Cano. She was in that movie, The Lodge.
0: Oh sure, yeah.
3: Yeah, a uh, experience. She, yeah. Yep. There you go. Uh, one of the one of the one of the girls from uh, Mad Max: Fury Road. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she gets. Uh, she, basically, she talks Zola, and Zola's a, a dancer. Like they're both dancers, and she talks her into taking a trip to Florida to make <laughs> so, some money. You had a uh, saga, to be fair, yeah. and <laughs> when she gets when she takes the trip, uh, she uh-huh. doesn't know that that her pimps with her played by a, a, <laughs> Coleman Domingo. Uh, oh,
2: okay, from, yeah, uh, The, I the love Walking him. Dead. Yes, yeah. he's awesome.
3: Yeah, basically the, the trip turns sideways and it's like <laughs> a, whole, a whole lot of stuff happens. And I, I found it pretty, okay. pretty enjoyable. I, it, it does kind of remind you of uh, Spring Breakers the way the way it's oh, okay.
1: actually so like very abstract kind of. Yeah. Freethinking style.
3: Yeah. But uh, I, I actually enjoyed it more than Spring Breakers. But, yeah, definitely uh, <laughs> don't don't put this on in front of the kids.
2: Huh. Yeah. Cameron, you need to get an interview, it sounds like. <laughs>
1: they want me to target every kind of sleazy person <laughs> As
4: long as there's coming on stage <laughs> Alright Back to
2: <laughs> Lance So is that the cool of the week? Yeah, I liked it Oh man, I got a real cool of the week But first, just in me- in honor of you, Brian
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, I'm going to throw a little bit of love To a new Apple TV Plus show Woo! That, that you need to watch because I think we're going to have a new patron named uh, Lingy Langtown or something like that oh, that's going to force you to watch this series. Uh, it's
4: a fucking musical. God damn it.
2: It's called Schmigadoon. <laughs> have you guys heard of this one? What's it called? Schmigadoon. Schmigadoon? <laughs> this sounds like something you just you made was up right
3: Dune. now.
1: A spinoff God. of Dune. No, okay. uh, I think I saw it promoted, but again, I didn't look at the details. I just saw the upcoming releases. Alright, well here's
2: here's the setup uh, Keegan, Michael Key and Cecily Strong uh, okay. play a married couple that their uh, relationship is a little bit on the rock so they decide to take a backpacking trip okay. and it's one of these go find yourself type of backpacking trips, right? Real touchy feely sure. like uh, go out and give each other a rock with each other's name on it in the shape of a heart and hold on to that rock for the rest of the trip
3: Okay, losing you me? Desperate so they
2: go off on their own, and they stumble, they stumble upon a little town called Schmigadoon. And uh, singing and dancing, 1940s style, <clears throat> breaks out as soon as they walk into the town. Kind of like a mixture between like The Wizard of Oz and Meet Me in St. Louis or something like that. Are you making Sold. this up? I swear Sold. to God, Sold. I am not making this up. Is it like Sold? The Village? <laughs> um, it's really weird because they show up and it's like people break into song and dance. And then she's like, uh, Cecily Strong in one scene is like, that was a really great song. He said, song, what, what are you talking about? It's really an interesting concept and they can't <laughs> leave town because they try to go back over the bridge and they're stopped by, by the, uh, leprechaun that, mm. uh, that pops. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's not a real movie.
2: A leprechaun, a where Davis cameos, a le- a leprechaun <laughs> played by Martin Short shows
3: up and tells <laughs> mm, him
2: okay. you cannot leave until you find your true love.
3: You, Martin's turn, short, now you're kind of selling me they turn and I know. Each other and he's they literally say,
2: short <laughs> they turn and look at each other she says, well I love you, don't you love me and he says, yeah, what she said <laughs> they try to cross the bridge she said we can leave now they start walking and all of a sudden they're walking back toward the town again they're stuck that's great <laughs> that's <true. laughs> It's it's probably a Mandy watch, I would think. But oh, gotcha. <laughs> so that's why I threw that. Through. But that's not my cool of the week. Yeah. This is uh, going to give some competition to the stand. You guys know the the stand miniseries has been my favorite show of the year so far. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, you guys ever heard of a new AMC show called Kevin Can Fuck Himself? Yes, <laughs> I have. No.
3: no, I haven't seen it yet.
1: Seattle, give thing away. It doesn't sound been, like uh, something
3: I really want to watch. Have
1: you seen the trailers? Atheists, the Friendly ACs did an article on how someone was trying to get it cancelled. Just another concerned parent who knew damn well it was for adults. Yeah. We must cancel this show because really? how dare there be profanity in the title. Jesus. Uh, oh my
2: god. Yeah, there, There's a lot more profanity than just the title. <laughs> You know, people on the internet, man. What are you going to do? No, but, but I've never seen this before, guys. They, they kind of went there with WandaVision, but going like through the different decades of television. But mm. it literally starts out as like a cheesy sitcom. And the the main actress, when she leaves this, I'm like, what the fuck are we watching? This is like a 19, 1990s like, Friends or something like that. <laughs> and the minute she leaves the room and leaves Kevin and his friends behind, the goofballs, Nice. She's like, all of a sudden, like she's on the set of Breaking Bad, like all the lighting turns dark and it turns into a full drama. And uh, <laughs> I've never seen this before. Have you guys ever heard of this concept?
3: Mm-mm. No, not
2: it's really. It's interesting. Fucking awesome. And it's only eight episodes.
3: So uh, the, the, the one actress in it is from uh, Shit's Creek.
2: Yes. The daughter from Shits Creek.
3: Yeah. OK. okay.
2: Yes, is that one any good?
3: Yeah, Shits Creek? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I like Schitt's it.
1: Greek. I've heard yeah, nothing good these things. I haven't Formulas the you guys are mentioning so far. I mean, yeah. Well, I've
3: yeah, got. I think Schitt's Creek. Uh, Phil, I think uh, all the all the seasons are on Netflix.
1: Yeah, I've run They across. have to be by now. Yeah, yeah and it,
4: those, that's one of the ones that I wanted to punch the button on, but, you know, I'll just scroll for a fucking hour.
3: Yeah, they're, they're, it's a quick watch, dude. Yeah. They're, like, half-hour episodes. I'll yeah, check that it out.
2: Knows. Well, these are 45 minute episodes, and there's only eight of them, and the finale was uh, Sunday. So the timing to to jump in is right now because you can binge through all of them. There you go. So there you go. Kevin can fuck himself. Kevin can fuck himself. What's (laughs) that one on? Uh, It is on uh, AMC. Uh, AMC, okay. Yep. Perfect. Brian, you got any headlines for us, man?
3: I have a few. I'm going to start with some TV news. Uh, Dexter, the the revival, is officially titled Dexter New Blood and will premiere November 7th.
1: Any news on who's playing the villain? There's always a big bad each season.
3: Uh, From what I understand, it's going to be Clancy Brown.
1: Ah,
2: Okay. Cool. (laughs) Great actor.
4: Man, I never got too into Dexter, but... uh... I know people are pretty stoked about this.
3: Yeah, wow. I'm, I'm I'm doing a rewatch right or not a rewatch. I never really watched the show, but uh, I'm enjoying it so far. Yeah, I've seen episodes. I've never actually watched it. All right, let's see. Uh, creep Show season three returning uh, September 23rd. Okay, it's a kind of quick turnaround for for a Creep Show. Yeah. It's been getting better, you said, right? Yeah. um, That (laughs) second season, I thought, was a lot better than the first. Uh, It was shorter, though, so I think that was probably for the best. Yeah.
4: Okay. Well, hey, shorter season, better shows. I'll take it.
3: (laughs) Uh, Lance, uh, this should get you excited. Pet Cemetery News.
2: Oh, I'm all ears.
3: Yes. Uh, (laughs) The the prequel, the upcoming prequel, uh, has nabbed uh, Pam Greer. Joining the cast.
2: What? Okay. Holy shit! Is it going to be set like in the seventies?
3: Uh, I, all I know is it's a prequel to the original, so.
2: That would be fucking awesome, badass. Well, it actually, might be
3: style Pam Greer. It might be uh, further back because uh, I think they're they're okay. uh, I forgot the actor's name, but um, they're going for a young. Uh, what's uh? What's the, the the character? The old guy. Oh, I got you, oh,
2: John.
3: Yeah. Lithgow? <laughs> no, no, not, not <laughs>
2: Judd Crandall, right?
3: Yeah, they're they're going for a, a younger version of him.
2: Okay, I'm all in. Hey, okay.
3: cool. All, all right. Let's see here. Uh, I'm probably gonna. I say his name wrong every time. Timo Tjanto. He's done uh, movies like uh, the Dev- May the Devil Take You, uh, The Night Comes for Us, Headshot, VHS. He's teaming up with Scott Derrickson, which you guys know he did Sinister, Doctor Strange. (laughs) uh, They're teaming up for an upcoming project, so I'm pretty excited about that. I wonder if that'll be the
1: often talked about Outer Limits rehash he tried to do for a while. Oh,
3: it it might be. (laughs) Might be. That sounds great. I used to love Outer Limits.
1: Oh yeah.
3: Let's see. I got one more thing. This dropped today. As we are recording, Universal and Peacock spend. Uh, where happened to my notes? Sorry, guys, my notes just disappeared.
1: They've been buying so many international shows lately. I've been noticing. Oh yeah. Peacock. Like, yeah, like they'll air it like a year later after it's already aired, but you know, we, the rest of the world, get to see it because it's
2: one of their exclusives. Right. Servers. That's pretty cool. Yeah, we we were talking about make they should make one called the Poppycock Network. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that sounds like Poppycock.
2: Oh, oh God.
3: <laughs> All right, here we go. Universal and Peacock spend a whopping $400 million Damn. for the Exorcist trilogy that they're going to make.
5: <gasps>
3: Wait a minute. I hope it's good. Don't yeah, fuck this up. Yeah, that they're going to make. They're now, gonna
1: make it because Ellen Burstyn's on it. Ellen, uh, yep. David Gordon Green's attached. Yep. Oh
3: boy! So while uh,
1: how he went, well now went from being the indie comedy guy to the horror right. rehash guy. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> yep.
3: uh, Leslie Odom Jr. from Hamilton and the upcoming Knives Out Two will Ooh. star. Uh Like Cameron said, uh, David Gordon Green is directing. Um, Wait a minute. <laughs>
2: He's, he's going to start... Is he going to be the one who, who, who gets possessed? No. <laughs> That'll be a twist. Uh,
3: from what it says here, as the story goes, Odom Jr. will play a father of a possessed child, desperate for help. He tracks down Miss, Miss Bernstein's character, which...
2: Oh, you guys know it was okay, uh, okay.
3: Reagan's Reagan's mother in the yes. original. Yes.
2: Okay, that's cool okay. then. Thank God it's not an actual remake then.
3: So yeah, uh, no, right. it's this is a new trilogy that is coming right after the original one. So it, it okay. just, these are not remakes or reboots or.
2: I am much better with it now that I know that.
3: Maybe the same demon.
2: I used to know uh, the gal
1: who was think she still lives around parts of here who was the script supervisor for the brief prequel show they did on fox in chicago it mm. was <laughs> oh,
4: yeah. a good show said,
1: yeah Brian loved said, that yeah and much like damien you know which was an omen yeah uh, starter kit it's just a lot the audience was there and it just didn't really take off which was a shame
0: <laughs> yeah
4: I've, I've never awesome. heard anything but good stuff about that show i don't know how it got canceled
3: yeah I, yeah, I actually, I actually thought it got better in the second season.
1: Yeah, right. I, I can't remember if you guys covered it. I've, has there been any updates on Gordon Green's Hellraiser anthology show for HBO?
3: Uh, it's still in pre-production. Mm-hmm. It's still happening. So
1: looks like it might be a return to their Tales from the Crypt kind of
3: programming. I would love that. Actually, <laughs> yeah,
4: that sounds like a pretty good combo. Sign me up.
3: Yep. Uh, let's see any other things. Uh, Scott Teams, Danny McBride uh, are attached to also help co-write the, this trilogy with David Gordon Green. Hmm. Danny McBride, look at him.
1: Yeah, he's so. worked with Green's other screenplays, so it's like, yeah,
3: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> least
2: person you'd expect.
4: <laughs> yeah, like picking up some pretty major horror
2: franchises. What's the story? Panhead is trying to score some weed or what? Some Pineapple <laughs> Express? Torturing homeless drug dealers. Every week <laughs>
4: right. I don't know, man. Danny McBride is good at this. I, I guess, I'm, yeah. It's, I like uh, Field, I'm right? kind of excited.
3: It's what he said uh, he, he actually wanted to do before he got into comedy. He, he wanted to write like horror and fantasy and stuff like that.
1: <laughs> wow. A lot of horror fans do. I mean, you guys know yourselves, tend to be... Yeah. Big comedy nuts, too. So it's just like, yeah, it's a perfect combo, but
4: it is like you you think of those two as very opposite ends of the spectrum. And I don't think that they are, man. Horror and comedy kind of go especially hand in when hand, you go to
1: the schlocky or cheesy ones. It's like, well, you kind of got to have a sense of humor, just like you would with stupid action movies. So it's like,
3: mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. <laughs> they are going for an October 13, 2023 release. So
1: it's hey, free, damn.
3: And uh, that's all the news. Oh, real quick. uh, Jordan Peele released a poster for his upcoming movie. No (laughs) synopsis, nothing. It's just called (laughs) Nope. Yep, it's called Nope. (laughs) What a name. So I just wanted to throw that out there.
2: (laughs) All right. Yeah, it's a weird poster. Is that like a cloud or a UFO or what is that? Nope. He's still in Christopher <laughs> Nolan's Thunder
1: by the less you know, the better.
2: <laughs> I guess so.
1: <laughs> that's a good thing.
4: I, hey, I mean, that's uh, that's what's made the rest of his stuff pretty good so far. I had no yeah, idea what I was watching going into it. Thank
2: God. It. Yeah, yeah. I, lo- I love watching his stuff without being spoiled,
0: you know? Yeah.
3: Yeah, he's got uh, Daniel Kaluuya returning uh, from Get Out and uh, Steven Yeun uh, from The Walking Dead. Glenn. Okay.
2: Yeah, Glenn himself. He'll always be Glenn to me.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> There's no idea. All right,
3: Lance, right, That's it. <laughs> Is that
2: it? Yep. All right, uh, Cameron. Where do you Now, where do you live? You're in Texas, like like me and Phil, right? Yes, sir. Dallas area. Dallas area. I know y'all I got trailer. Tra- I know y'all got, got trailer parks. <laughs> oh, it's jungle out there. <laughs> so y'all, y'all got plenty of trailer parks in Dallas, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that
1: trains and <laughs> uh, cluster
2: fucks on the road. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Brian, Brian's about to take us down to the trailer park. He, he's gonna. We're gonna get the big, the small, and sometimes the very, very weird. Just in case you wanted some myth.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Perfect.
3: <laughs> All right. We got one trailer this week. And this is malignant <laughs> Phil. This is James Wan directing, not I know. producing. I not... had
4: questions when that fucking screen first came up. It said, from James Wan. And I was like, wait, what the fuck does that mean?
3: No, nope. <laughs> this is actually, this is not just something he threw his name on. This is... uh his latest feature, um, a quick GL synopsis. piece. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. Uh, synopsis goes Madison is paralyzed by shocking visions of grisly murders, and her torment worsens as she discovers that these waking dreams are, in fact, terrifying realities. This stars Annabelle Wallace, uh, Maddie Hansen, George Young, and others. Camera. What
1: twist if Annabelle yeah. Wallace gets to play the doll, Annabelle?
3: Just
1: kind of, do that. That'd be fucking
3: terrible. <laughs> What'd you think of the trailer? Or did you see it?
1: I have not seen the trailer. I have oh, just okay. been seeing the poster and outline and it seems like mm-hmm. everyone's pretty passionate about it, regardless of you know, whether or not the fans uh of the filmmaker or not. It just seems like just a step in a different direction. It's like, okay.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I I'll jump in first. Um I was I'm I'm excited for him to actually direct something instead of just throwing his name as an executive producer. Yeah. Um,
1: you can only do so much torture porn.
3: Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm also excited that he is going the the Jallo route, but I have to be honest, this trailer did not grab me.
0: <laughs>
3: I was just kind of, I don't know. I got the, the Jallo feel, but it just didn't really, I don't know. It just, it didn't, it didn't pull me in. It, it kind of seemed like something I've already seen before and the whatever the, God, the, yeah. the the supernatural element and it didn't didn't grab me either. It was kind of oh, we're we're going to review it. But yeah, right now I'm kind of going <laughs> it's in. It's a riddle. Not really expecting much. I can understand that,
4: man. But I, I got to say uh, I did kind of love it. It makes me excited. I have faith. It makes me excited that James Wan is directing it, and uh, he hasn't really steered us wrong yet. So, I mean, this could be where he falls off the wagon and he could end up like (laughs) an M. Night Shyamalan, where, Uh you know, you don't know whether it's (laughs)
1: foreshadowing. Well, Uh I
4: know. Listen, everybody fucking knows. All right, <laughs> whether it's going to be great or whether it's going to be right like, yeah, right. that's all right. Yeah. Ah, I right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I it it does look good, and I have faith. I see where you're saying about the like the demon aspect or whatever that fucking thing is that's crawling in at the end. I like the, the scene,
3: shadow that keeps following her.
4: Yeah, I like the scene. I think it's scary, but. Uh, maybe not the kind of scary I want. I guess we'll see when the movie comes out. It, <laughs> I, I can see where you're coming from with the trailer, though. I still have faith. I'm excited.
3: Lance?
1: It's through it's Blumhouse, I think, right?
3: Uh, I... Let me double check.
1: Seven Saban films or Lionsgate?
3: Uh, Warner Brothers. Oh, okay. This, uh, actually will be, uh... The thing uh, Warner Brothers and HBO Max are doing with the dual release.
1: Ah, okay, makes, that makes sense. sense. Max might be the best way to go about it.
2: So it's gonna Max. be the next, gonna be the next Space Jam, then, huh? <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Five times and <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, you know I saw it before. Um, before I saw Old at the at the theater Friday and. I'm pretty excited about this uh trailer too, man. I think it was a really well done trailer pretty pretty brilliantly edited together it gave it i think it gave us just enough to kind of yeah it got me interested and it I don't think it gave anything away like any plot twist or anything like that. you kind of get the gist of what it's about and yeah that that creature at the at the very end that was you know creeping up behind her and getting ready to spoon was uh pretty <laughs> scary pretty scary yeah. looking. So I love the yeah. graphics. I love the way I'm she would be shadows. Well, I love the way it, she would be sitting there and the camera turned around and you could see things in the background like melting and like um, um, moving around and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So you weren't really quite sure what was reality and what was in her mind. So gotcha. uh, I'm, I'm all in. I'm all yeah, in. I'm I, looking, I, I have looking no forward doubt.
3: to it. I have no doubt it, it, it'll look good. But will, oh, it, will it be good? Yeah. There you go.
2: I
1: guess I you're kind of getting faith. a Candyman or Nightmare on Elm Street kind of vibe from
2: it, since it's involving huh. nightmares and dreams. Makes sense.
1: Okay. A little
3: bit, yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't I think, think he... it'll be as cheesy. I don't either. I think <laughs> it'll be good. I'm all for it. I'm ready.
3: All right. September 10th. So uh, not too far away. Oh. And uh, before we get out of the trailer park, did you guys see the new Dune trailer? Yes, uh, no. I am
2: not.
1: But I'm I'm liking the art design and
3: mm-hmm. some of
1: the other new photos. Like, okay, uh, this yeah. is definitely going to be very stunning. This
3: uh, it is an almost four minute trailer, but to me, yes, it, it is. is.
1: It
0: it, it, it did <laughs> yes, not it for
3: is. for me. Honestly, it didn't feel like four minutes because I was just in awe of what I was seeing. I I think this could be like my top three movies of the year when it comes wow Ooh, strong words man i love nothing I, but I, doubt about this movie well they can be quiet because yeah. <laughs> i love the cast <laughs> in it the the, okay. the special effects and just the, the cinematography and everything just look amazing so
1: yeah. dennis has never let me down i know some people like to rag on blade runner and two and i don't talk to them, but <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I really do get a feel that he, he's like the, he's always been the perfect mix of just kind of art house, David mm-hmm. Lean type spectacle and yeah, just yeah. grim psychological kind of themes that you typically get in a Swedish or German film. And he just kind of has just really always brought that to the table. And I mean, uh, and yeah, it'll be on Max the same day as... In theaters, despite protests, so I mean, everyone can kind of do what they did with any other kind of five-hour cut, just mm-hmm. take it in pieces. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, that was now, actually see, really great
4: about the whole Justice League thing. You could like, yeah, pause it and walk off.
3: <laughs> yeah, well, see, with Malignant, I'll probably do HBO Max, but Dune, I I have to be in the theater for that one. Yeah, <laughs>
4: man, you're gonna have to not drink anything before you go in there.
2: <laughs> uh, well, you know. Yeah, they make they they make bags for that you know they, for the I Avengers Avengers copy. Endgame they they invented like a bag that you can hide in the in your jeans have you heard about this <laughs> I have oh, it's man. a real That's thing <laughs> yeah the guys from BenchCast were talking about it Brian uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, but um I I can say having just reread the book I, there's definitely some scenes in here that are um, just referred to in the book they were like talked about as this is what happened before the main family arrived on the planet. And so I like the fact that they're kind of going back and showing the flashback scenes out, which a lot of movies don't really do that. So it looks just interesting time around,
1: right? He's trying to do like the first
2: free books, I believe. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I've, I've, yeah. Is what's he trying to get into this? I thought it was just the first half of the, of the first book. Does anyone know oh, okay. the status on that?
3: Uh, I thought
1: he was just... splitting it
2: up in the sequel
1: a bit, a bit. If yeah, just,
3: it just says feature adaption of the fiction novel. So I guess they're just going off of the, the first one.
1: All right.
4: I, yeah, I know for sure it's cut in half. So, so this it's okay. the first half of something. I don't know if it's the first few books or if it's the first half of the first book. I'm not sure how that works.
1: We'll, we'll,
2: find, we'll find out soon enough, right? Yeah.
4: Yep,
0: Hopefully uh, it makes
2: money and you don't have to get screwed over with a whole. Oh, I know. Oh, oh, it's not shit. coming out. What was supposed to happen next? I thought he was going to be the Messiah. What happened?
3: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Listener feedback.
4: Uh, Listener feedback. Actually, uh, we're going to go ahead and skip listener feedback this week, Uh, but we still have a podcast spotlight for you. Uh, This week it shines on Spooky Tuesday. Who's ready to get spooky? If it makes you jump, scream, or even just laugh. Uh, we'll be breaking it down on the new scariest day of the week, hosted by Monica Height, uh Chelsea Duff, and Sydney Thompson. Uh, yeah. Follow Spooky Tuesday at Spooky underscore Tuesday uh, on both Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. That's three. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, and, of course, our intro comes from Steve Carlton of the League of Geeks with a Z. Um, our artwork comes from Natsulani. Check her out on Instagram. And if you'd like to help us out, please consider becoming a Patreon patron. Uh, we have a whole mess of extras available to you at different tiers, and we really appreciate the support. Uh, if you have a chance, please give us a five-star Apple Podcast review, and you may win a Steelbook DVD if your name is selected. Ooh, not sure yeah. what's left, but we've got some. All right. And on to featured attractions. Uh, this week, we're going to check out a few M Night Shyamalan ding dong films uh, about the horrors of aging, with vi- the visit and
3: old. Ah, <laughs> but
2: we're not going to talk about the amusement park this week, huh?
3: Nah. Okay. I don't. I don't want to.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Although the thought did pop in my head a couple of times during both of these movies. Um, (laughs) first we'll do the visit. Uh, two children spend a week at their grandparents' house while their single mom goes on a relaxing vacation with her boyfriend. Uh, Becca decides to film a documentary about her grandparents to help her mom reconnect with her parents and find out some things about her parents as well. While filming, Becca and her little brother Tyler discover a dark secret about their grandparents. The twist. Yeah. Yeah. Was it? As T-Diamond Stylus. Was it a twist? Was it a twist? That's a good point. But, you know, we judge M. Night Shyamalan differently. (laughs) So, uh, all right. Uh, Brian, do you want to go first? Was it a twist?
3: No. I (laughs) saw it halfway through. Um, I did enjoy the movie. Um, mostly based off the performances of the, the old couple. Uh, especially uh the quote unquote grandma. Right. I thought she just kinda kinda got wacky when it needed to get wacky. I mean <laughs> I still love that scene. Yeah, see? you know. Love that scene.
4: <laughs> that was but, actually a
3: pretty good one. Uh but the but the, the grandson, the boy, he oh my gosh, I wanna kick this kid in the nuts, man. He just really Took I can me understand
0: out of that. It.
3: <laughs> and he M was Knight, like on on the line for me. <laughs> yeah, and then M Night Shyamalan had the nerve to finish the finish the movie off with him rapping. Come on now, <laughs> I, I had enough throughout the movie, but yeah, this is probably when when you if you rank Shyamalan's uh, twist endings, this this is probably on the lower end for me because clearly this wasn't their parents. And then when you got the reveal of the, the, the mother realizing that this is not her parents, the, you know, kids get, I don't know. It wasn't even seem like there was much urgency to get her kids out of there. Really just kind of the whole third act kind of fell apart for me. I got it. Mean, we, we, we did get a disgusting scene with a diaper. Yeah, that was was interesting. But yeah, this is uh, definitely not one of my favorite uh, Shyamalan movies. It's not bad, but I I, I don't hold it up there with his best. All right. Well, that makes sense. And that's (laughs) kind of what I was saying. You know, we,
4: we judge Shyamalan a little differently than we would just some random ass director. If it was a random ass director, I'd be like,
1: oh, that's not a bad movie. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> um
4: cameron what do you think
1: i have always struggled to get into this one and at the same time i gotta recommend it because <clears throat> it was just showing that he was trying different formulas and mm. you know mm-hmm. he also it makes a little better sense when you realize he filmed it for like five thousand bucks or something you know it's just like oh wow it was extremely low budget and it You know, because it was successful, he was able to finally get some creative power back, and that's why he was able to finish the Glass Trilogy.
4: Huh. I did not realize that.
1: uh, Yeah. I mean, after years of Fox and other people tampering with his other movies that weren't big hits, it's like, yeah, I mean, he wants to go back to doing his Twilight Zone X-Files type of filmmaking. So, right. And like you guys, I don't like to ever act like, you know, someone is a beyond a, you know, making a comeback because everyone's going to have some rough period in their career or do Mm. movies that is like, well, not too fond of that era. (laughs) I've even had multiple times had to tell certain people is like the direct, you know, and Shyamalan is definitely a perfect example. It's like he doesn't always necessarily have all the creative control or so, yeah, some of his endings have been a little wonky, but if you enjoy the first two thirds, you know, you shouldn't just shit all over the movie and act like it was all for nothing. So I kind of like, kind of like <laughs> Stephen King.
2: Book, huh? yeah, you can.
1: That's a good yeah. comparison. I kind of go more Brian De Palma with my comparison when I okay. say there's good filmmakers who make more bad movies than good. It's possible. <laughs> you can still like them.
0: Mm-hmm. That's true.
4: All but, right. Lance, what'd the, you think? Oh, I'm sorry. Were you...
1: Sorry, uh, I was just going to say, but yeah, the like you said before, the the grandparent was pretty much a scene stealer.
4: <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> I definitely feel like I've kind of seen this movie before somewhere.
1: <laughs> it was a little formulaic, but yeah, this is like the acting was there
2: at
4: least. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, Lance, what'd you think?
2: All right, th- this one's going to be all you guys tonight because I- I've seen this movie oh, once that's right. a long, long time ago, and it was Ooh. when I was stuck. It's when I was stuck in a wreck, so I would have to look down at the movie and then inch up a couple of feet, and then look down <laughs> at the movie and then inch up a couple of feet. So uh, I remember there was a rapping kid, like little. Yeah, yeah. he was the one that he, the Brian ass kid was
4: the nuts.
0: Yeah, he, he was.
2: <laughs> okay. that's about all I remember I remember the, the quote unquote twist that was about it so I'll, I'll let you guys take this one alright well I, I'm i yeah I think I pretty much agree with
4: everything you guys said it was uh, I, I, it definitely not his best outing it, but it wasn't a bad movie it just mm. if, if you're like hey M. Night Shyamalan this is not really what you expect from that yeah <laughs> Um I do like the found footage thing and it kind of had more of a slow burn to it uh where you know weird like paranormal activity weird stuff start ha- starts happening and then it sort of grows exponentially
3: Yeah I I I will say it did do a good job of in the beginning of making you think that there was other reasons why the the grandparents were acting like that
4: Yeah Yeah exactly So it was like possible that they weren't fucking nuts. Yeah. (laughs) But then, I don't know, somewhere in the middle of the movie, it it did get a little boring. Uh, (laughs) It was like, burned it a little too slow and lost the fire for a second. (laughs) Uh, But then they relit it. And I, I, I I didn't mind the last half, but that's kind of what makes or breaks a lot of movies, especially for Shyamalan is the ending. And it, while it wasn't really a twist, uh, I guess I don't. I don't want to get too spoilery, but it was. Uh, it wasn't it came really
3: out a in two thousand fifteen.
4: Can... Yeah, I know it wasn't really a twist, though. You know what I mean? It was like, ah, oh, well, that's sort of what they've been building up to the whole time. It was. It was a little more easily foreseeable than like the Sixth Sense.
3: <laughs> so,
4: I you know it's not. What was that one that he made, Lady on the Lake?
1: Lady in the Water, yeah. Yeah, Lady I, in the I've Water.
3: I've actually never seen that one.
1: Yeah. I could never get into that one. But yeah. I he was kinda still kinda like in post yeah, Sixth Sense Science Territory, where he's like, Well, I don't really know if I want to go sci-fi or or a route, so I'm just gonna have a random fantasy, you know, <laughs> with a bunch gotcha. of characters talking gotcha. about supernatural entity. <laughs> like, I mean, I, he's he's
4: already super on the list as far as directors whose name, you know, right you now with the sixth sense <laughs> on its own, uh, he did a lot. And, uh, so it's hard to, it's hard to hit that mark every time. Hopefully he, he keeps on growing and, uh, will be one of the greats or he could just kind of fall into obscurity, I guess,
3: but we'll see. Guys,
1: I, I, I think his name his show wayward uh, pines.
3: <laughs> I, you know what? I actually was going to start it. But I didn't get around to it. Is it's that good. is that it any movie. good?
1: I I don't mind it so far, but I'm told that season two is pants, so keep that in mind. Okay. <laughs> but it was kind of his attempt at a Twin Peaks kind of formula.
3: Okay, it makes sense. Um, I was gonna say, um, I I really I think he's already at a level that his name is out there to where right. he has a new movie coming out. People are gonna go see it regardless right. of how people felt about the previous one.
4: And he's and and they should because he's a very talented director. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not saying that at all. That's what I'm saying. I, like he's because he nailed it so hard with the sixth sense, which even if you fucking hate that movie, it's a good movie. <laughs> um,
1: right. He had a style and signature. And yeah, it was just he like every person who got big, he had some stumbles. And it's like, well, that's going to mm-hmm. happen to anyone, regardless of whether or not their name is Scorsese or Spielberg <laughs>
2: Right, yeah, the, the Sixth Sense was like my I think my third favorite movie of, of 1999 but 99 was my favorite year in film ever so that's saying quite a bit
4: yeah but like is he going to be Mike Tyson or is he going to be Buster Douglas <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> both names live in infamy
3: yes.
4: <laughs> alright let's do scores uh, Brian what do you think
3: Hmm. I didn't hate it. Um, I did see the, the 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 twist coming. I did like the performances for majority of the cast. I <laughs> that kid is kind of fucking annoying. I I, understand.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, I do wish uh, we got more Catherine Hahn in it because I love Catherine Hahn. Yeah. <laughs> Agatha did it. Um. I'm I'm gonna give it a uh, six and a half.
2: Not bad. Two-thirds good. That's fair. Shit, see, i would forgotten Catherine Hunt was even in it. I, I would have rewatched it with that, man. I've got a big crush on <laughs> Did you ever watch that show,
1: like her one of her first shows, Crossing Jordan? You know what? I've never seen it. It's a
2: medical drama,
1: right? <laughs> it's medical crime mystery. <laughs> huh. Wow. <laughs> it's a big hit. I know that. All yep.
4: right. Cameron, what hey, do you think?
1: Uh, I'm kind of with you guys. Is like, worth for the performances. If you're not too keen on it, you're not missing much. But as a Shyamalan fan, you owe it to at least check it out. It's I like it or hate it Five out of ten.
2: Okay. Wow, that was lower <laughs> than goes, I expected it to be. There goes Vin Diesel.
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go. I think I think six and a half is 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 a good solid score for it. I like that. <laughs> That makes sense to me because it's it, right. it's yeah, it's not an awful movie. It's just, you know, yeah you're you're not going to you're not going to get blown away by it. Right. That's just yeah. it is what it is. <laughs> All right, Lance, do you have a score that you want to do or no?
2: No, I don't remember it. Well, I didn't even remember okay. that Catherine Hahn was in it. So for fuck's sake, man, I yeah. can't. I can't. Give it a score. I had kind of goddamn God it. I had to see Space Jam five fucking times this week, alright?
3: You <laughs> <right>? wanted to. <laughs>
4: I had kind mm. of forgotten the twist on it. And then and so it was it was it was sort of refreshing trying to watch it again. But yeah, mm-hmm. got got old in the middle. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no uh,
4: speaking of which, <laughs> our next movie is old. Uh, old this This summer, visionary filmmaker M. Night Shyamalan unveils a chilling, mysterious new thriller about (laughs) a family on a tropical (laughs) holiday who discover that the secluded beach where they were relaxing for a few hours is somehow causing them to age rapidly. You almost sounded
1: like you were doing a Don LaFontaine meets George (laughs) Dakai impression.
4: (laughs) Reducing their entire lives into a single day. This was an interesting twist, one, I think. We'll see.
0: That's a twist.
4: <laughs> uh, director, of course, is uh, M. Night Shyamalan, uh, based on the graphic novel Sandcastle by Pierre Oscar Levy and see, Frederick Peter. I just
2: ordered this on Amazon. I've got to read it now.
4: Oh, okay. That makes sense.
2: See, I, I didn't know that.
4: <laughs> um,. M. Night Shyamalan said the subject matter of the film in which the group of people find themselves trapped on an isolated beach dealing with a deadly phenomenon mirrored in the experience of being in a lockdown and the uncertainty of the coronavirus pandemic, adding, it was strange. We were making a film that had nothing to do with the pandemic, but at the same time, it was absolutely about the fear and uncertainty we were all feeling. Uh, The fear of infection. It made us think very deeply about death about survival, and about being in the lockdown. Uh, This idea of being stuck in a situation and not being able to leave. Huh. Wow. Uh, Filmed in 2020 during the height of the global uh, coronavirus pandemic, potential infections, M. Night Shyamalan said of the production, uh, the main priority was to keep everyone safe and well, uh, despite all of us living and working together over a period of months, nobody became sick, which was fantastic.
1: Otherwise, you get a virus from Shyamalan himself. <laughs> I <know>. Oh, God. <laughs>
4: now that's a fucking story.
1: Probably <laughs> his <it's> next movie.
4: <laughs> How'd you get the virus, dude? How close were you? What were you
1: doing? <laughs> I entered the seventh sense. Oh! <laughs> oh no! Seventh sense. <laughs>
4: Where's that one located? Is it between his legs? I bet that's where it is. <laughs> <laughs> is that a, is that what he calls it?
2: the Ron
1: Jeremy sense. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> All
4: right, uh, Cameron, what did you think about old?
1: Uh, as I tried to say before the text, I. Couldn't find a theater that was playing it, and oh yeah, I'm sorry. Fuck, it's all good. (laughs) But I do want to see it, and I'm seeing some of the bashing it's getting. But it's sounding like a lot of these same reviewers are the same ones attacking all the other guys, like wachowskis or something. They're not big fantasy, sci-fi, horror fans. So,
2: ah, oh man, you you might have to peace out when we do the spoiler alert, then, dude. I don't want you to. I mean, it's up to you. If you want to stick around, great. Um, but it, I, we can definitely understand if you want to go offline, and I'll I'll message you when we're. No, no, it's
1: fine. I, mean, it's call, I, I I I'm fine with spoilers because sometimes that makes me look at other details that the film <laughs> has, like Easter
4: ah, eggs. Mm, makes okay. sense. And those I, are fun I often with watch Shyamalan multiple actually.
1: movies multiple yes. times anyway. Because if I've seen it six times and I still don't like it, then that's when I just throw in the towel and say fuck it. But
4: <laughs> yeah.
1: I know that other people don't have that patience. So
4: all right, well, on to our missing man, Lance.
2: Oh, you guys want me to go next? Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, You know what? I I can honestly say that there haven't been too many movies that I've disliked this year. It's kind of interesting, and I don't know if it's just because we're finally out in the movie theaters again. We've we've had this discussion. Am I right, Brian? Mm-hmm. Less direct-to-video Definitely. garbage. <laughs> well, you know what? Speaking of direct-to-video, quote unquote garbage, and and movie that got a lot of hate that I loved was Army of the Dead. Right? Yeah. Yep. I That's fucking cool. love that movie. Just the opening sequence alone. uh, jettisoned it up to my my favorite movie of the year and i'm having a lot of trouble finding a bottom 10 so oh man where do i start here with this movie um so yeah m night he's had a pretty interesting career i mean you know there's a couple of films that i can think of off the top of my head all right, so I was at my son's house a couple of weeks ago. Phil, you you were with me, so you you remember this. I was asking him about Mostly. the last the last Airbender, right? Cuz they cuz they fucking love the cartoon. And it, it, am I, was it just me dude or were they like watching that cartoon almost the entire time we were there? Oh yeah. Uh, no, I they were in the middle of a rewatch. Yeah. And I asked my son how many times have you watched this series? He says, "I think it's like 10." <laughs> And so I asked him, "Well, what did you think about M. Night's Avatar: Last Airbender?" And he looked at me. If looks could kill, am I right, Phil? Yeah, I forgot <laughs> that was his. That that.
4: Yeah. Oh.
2: That and hurts. then there was that After Earth or Another Earth or whatever Ooh, the fuck boy. it was called with Will and Willette or whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, um. That was him too. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> again. But then again, on the other end of the spectrum, like you guys said, you got The Sixth Sense. Now, a couple of movies that I absolutely adore that most people fucking hate. Or let's say they're divisive. um, And that would be Lady in the Water because I'm a huge fantasy reader. I read a lot of fantasy books and I'm really into that. And I just Mm -hmm. got that vibe from it. And I love Paul Giamatti in it. Um, Right. So, yeah. Fuck me. Right. Everybody else hates it, but I love it. Same thing. (laughs) Same thing with the village. That fucking twist gets me every fucking time. And that's why uh, antebellum was on my top 10 last year, because I just love that specific twist. I can understand Um, the village. You know what? The, the, this, the, uh, so those are my, those are my one, two, and three, right? So I Six Sense, my absolute favorite of all time that he's directed, and then followed by The Village, and then Lady in the Water. This has displaced two of those. This is now my second favorite M Night film. Really? Mm. And I fucking loved the way that I I went in just kind of feeling like I was on a trip from start to finish, and I was completely sober watching it. But for some reason, and a lot of people are talking about the stilted dialogue and like the way specifically the character who plays the nurse, it it, it, is kind of like he's reading from cue cards or reading from a script. And I I honestly think that's by design. Um, What was that film that came out a couple of years ago where they spoke really, really weird, but but it was a haunting
3: Uh, film? at the uh, end, the, something about the sacred deer, say, killing of
2: a sacred deer. Yeah. I got the <laughs> same vibe with some of the way the lines were said. But then again, you had a couple of characters that were just really giving it their all. I thought Rufus Sewell was brilliant in this. He's always a great actor. Oh, my God. And I loved the two main stars. Um, Alex Wolf to me, just picks the best roles out there. I'm going to be checking out Pig this week for sure, Brian. Okay. Um,
1: there weren't I, any awkward actions
2: like in Hereditary, were there? <laughs> oh, my God.
1: Oh, my God. I,
2: <laughs> I, that, I thought the makeup. That kid's going to be great. You know what? He is already great, man. And no, I'm going to tell actor. you right now, um, I, I thought the makeup was phenomenal. I thought the special effects were great. I thought the way that he filmed it where there were certain scenes where it only showed, like, characters' legs or their torso and their legs or something, but you didn't see the face. Um, I love the way that the um, – of course, we're not going to talk about it till spoilers, but I personally love the twist. It was my second favorite twist after, you know, <laughs> after his uh, Sixth Sense movie. Um, I, and, I, and we'll go into that in more detail later. And there's a reason that I think this movie came out when it did. And uh, that's why I really want to read the graphic novel. I want to see did he follow the same twist from the graphic novel or did he kind of make it up? I thought every character did their job in this in in this movie and I thought that it was just disjointed enough and just like confusing enough at the at the beginning that it really threw me off and it, uh, again I felt like I was kind of on an acid trip the entire time yeah. that I was that I was watching the movie.
1: I'm yeah, so that from
2: a signature style. Do you think that's kind of deliberate? Because, like,
1: you you did see Glass, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. You notice how one of the complaints everyone liked away against that movie was the doctors are acting unprofessional. It's like, well, yeah, because it's not a real mental psych ward, you know? So, uh, Without spoiling it, it's the cake is a lie. So it's like— And I kind of noticed he kind of always has all his doctor-scientist characters kind of, again— like you say, kind of cue card acting, just making people who are purists and film buffs like to act like, Oh, it's not great acting. It's like, well, he's going for a very natural everyday kind of thing. And real life people aren't necessarily good actors. So he's still wants to kind of feel a little more authentic and show how insecure all the characters are. That's kind of what I'm getting from his style. And from what you've described, it seems like he was going for that same kind of formula.
2: Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, that's a, that's that's a great point, man. I um, I like I like the way that they did the setup, um, because you know they had to have a setup, right, to get them there. There had to be a reason, um, which you had no idea until the end the the what the reason was, but there had to be um, some kind of a setup. So what what I kept doing in the scene where they were, um, first being introduced to the other characters that were there is I've really paid attention more than normal to details, right? Like so. Okay, why are they bringing them specific drinks that they say um, we we match this to the profile of the drink you would most like and we prepared it for you? And this one's specifically for you and those little details. And I knew the kid was going to come into play. Um, Don't want to say too much more, but um, I don't know, man. I mean, this was just this got me from start to finish and. Okay, so it's an hour and forty-eight minute movie. I could have sworn this thing like was an hour and twenty minutes. It just, it it felt like I was in there and out of there. But then again, looking back on it, it kind of felt like I lived the entire day with these people. That's, I just loved it. I just fucking love this movie. It's this wow. this this is my new favorite film of the year. And um, wow, I think that I I think this is my second favorite M Night movie at this point. I I, oh, I nice. will be re-watching it this week with AJ. And I'm hoping that it's available uh, on the high seas fairly soon because this is is one that I'm going to watch over and over and over. And you know what? I knew as soon as I finished this movie, I knew that I was going to go to IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes and there was going to be a (laughs) shitload of 1 out of 10s and there was going to be a shitload of 10 out of 10s because this (laughs) is like mother. This is like this year's mother for me. It's incredibly divisive. Once again, just like with Mother, I end up on the high end of it. There's a lot that end up on the low end. I understand their points. But for fuck's sake, man, this was what I needed at just the right time. I love this film.
1: Do you feel like some of his loyal fans were disappointed because they were expecting more of a horror angle and they got kind of more, like you said, a lady in the water
2: kind of fantasy? No, this movie was fucking terrifying. Oh, okay, so it was. was Oh, my God. God, it was terrifying. And I don't know if that's because I'm the old dude of the group, but when they were showing some of the aging, I just mm. felt it. I fucking felt it. And I thought the makeup job, we're not giving anything away that's not in the trailer. In fact, well, if no, anything, that's fine. the trailer gave away too much. So, in other words, the trailer hadn't had quite as many scenes in it, but. I, I think he did a great job making. You know, he 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 had he used what he had to work with. He only changed actors a few times, and yet he still, you know, seemed to give that impression that these people were aging. You know, the the fifty years in one day or whatever it was.
1: Maybe all the bad reviews are by millennials who don't know how terrifying it is
2: to be a boomer. I don't know. <laughs> it's <certainly laughs> possible. yeah, some trolls. <laughs> Lestat the vampire, right? <laughs> <laughs> there you go
3: uh oh, all right
1: brian hunter. yes it is
3: <laughs> uh, real quick i think we have somebody joining us
1: what
5: what's up yo i'm still oh, alive shit. oh i can't wait to hear man Cali- <laughs> California, california's on fire so yeah earthy. literally huh and all you action returns and stream fiends were were brian like brian said last week we're still we're on hiatus until everything is goes back to normal in the area I'm at because my Ooh. internet's out for over like a month and it's just wild. Um but I have been watching a lot of stuff. Um we got a lot of stuff coming for you for action returns. We still gotta finish our, our house party uh saga. Oh yeah. <laughs> and uh, House party. <laughs> oh we ha-
3: we have to because you made me watch four and five.
2: Yeah, i watched them as, There's a, uh, four a 4 and
1: 5. 4 <laughs> 5. What the fuck? Exactly. Yeah, I think 5 was more recent, right?
3: Yeah, yeah. There, there there shouldn't be a 4 and 5. I just <laughs> <No>.
1: say
3: that.
5: It <laughs> ended with 3, but um What I uh, they really
3: crossed it over with Don't tell mom
1: the
5: babysitter's dead. <laughs> uh, or Ferris <laughs> Bueller. <laughs> <huh>? <laughs> um but, but before let, let me get mine out uh, about the movie before uh, everyone else um cuz I might have to jet in a minute. Uh, yeah, go for it you're right I thought, the, mo- I thought the movie was awesome yeah <laughs> I mean, it was- yes, it right it, it wasn't hella good but it was right. it was it was enjoyable um yeah I, I agree they put too much in, in in the trailer um from what I understand the 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 movie companies want them to put a lot in the trailer. I don't know why. To me, I think it's because they hire companies where their job is to, you know, Mm -hmm. make movie trailers for them. Yeah, I think they just put too much. Luckily, my son and my wife didn't see the trailer, so they Mm. didn't know anything that was going to happen. So uh, they went into it fresh and not knowing anything about it. We have my wife and I have watched all the M. Night movies. Uh, This is the first one my son watched and he enjoyed it. Um, but I liked what they did. I liked the setting. I had to watch a few videos to kind of, I kind of got what was happening, but I I wanted to be sure on on what was going on and why, (laughs) why this beach was doing this. So I was like, "Mm, okay, I, I can buy it. But, um, I mean, overall, I thought it was good. I thought all the little kids, when they were little kids, I thought they were really good actors. Um uh the the brother and the sister and the other uh, little kid that was hanging out with them i thought he was really good um the one guy from hereditary um the terrorist guy from patriots yeah i like him just about everything so i yeah. thought he did a good job um the i hated the fucking blonde skinny <laughs> you were supposed to, man. I know, man, but she she got on my nerves. Uh, but, uh... <laughs> so she
2: I did top well. I was I was acting for you. Was,
4: yeah, we we we. All, well, we'll get into that later. But <laughs> there was a part that it was terrifying.
3: <laughs> she was another one of the women from uh, Mad Max Ferry Road.
5: <laughs> oh, look at that! That movie was garbage tea. No, 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 what? what the fuck, Nez. Um, You're that, crazy. That's hashtag not my max R- rocketeers. Ah, <laughs> well, of course. Okay, you never know, has. man. <laughs> um,
3: we're gonna do that one.
5: I watched the new one, the Furiosa one. I, I was down with her, um, but um, I mean, overall, I liked what was happening. And yeah, fuck yeah, it was scary. For I'm the second oldest uh, of the group, and <laughs> yeah, I was sitting there thinking, like, fuck, man. I mean, Lance, we we're, we're halfway there. <laughs> so, we're
2: more than halfway there brother I'm,
5: I'm afraid <laughs> uh, but um, yeah it, it made me think would I want to be on this beach hell no be dead in a matter of minutes but uh, <laughs> but it it was it, it it just I was just sitting there thinking like fuck man I, there, there's a lot I want to do before uh, it's time to lay in that box but I was I was just kind of into that Um the uh, the doctor guy, the one that was with the the blonde girl. Oh man, I hate that fool. Now I'm gonna hate him. In oh, he's oh.
2: Uh, remember a night's tale? Yeah. Oh yeah, he's a fucking. <laughs> you idiot. have been weighed. You have been measured.
5: Yeah. <laughs> um, but he's a good bad guy. <laughs> oh, Overall, yeah. what was happening? Um. Not to give anything away. I was like, all right, cool. I mean, once one when it got to the end, I was like, mm, all right, right on. It wasn't your typical M night movie, but um it was it's not always about that. It's not always about his endings. Yeah, a lot of people right. think about that, but I thought his storytelling and what he was trying to tell in this, it was good. Yeah, it was all just pretty much make-believe, but it was it was it was a good idea. I know a lot there's a lot of people that that hate this guy. For uh, the movies he's done, I'm probably one of the the very few that like The Happening and like The Village, <laughs> <laughs> but I that I, I, I is like a great it. comedy. The <laughs> only movie I hated was Last Airbender. That is not like that. <laughs> That's come yeah, up. Everything that. you mentioned has come up. I and To be fair, it, it
1: doesn't. He doesn't consider it his movie honor because yeah, he got kicked uh, out of the editing room. So well, and, you know what Signs was pretty good. I'm just yeah,
3: say. I love Signs <laughs> yeah. Like uh, uh, one that he didn't direct that I, I really liked was, what uh, was it, Devil? Yeah.
5: Yeah. That that was was a good. yeah. That was a good one. That was I yeah, I, have, I haven't watched that show that's on Apple yet, but I, I want to. Seeing but, good stuff on that one. Serpent. Yeah. yeah. But,
1: and so do you feel like he's going to kind of... His best asset right now is to just keep being unpredictable, or is he kind of going to do more stuff kind of similar to...
5: Uh, old? Do you feel? I'd rather have him just do his own thing. I mean, just keep coming, coming with with the ideas that he's coming with. I don't, I don't want him to be one of those directors. Hey, we're going to make a new Star Trek, or we're going to make a new Star Wars, and you're in. Yeah, no, not not employing
1: uh, franchises, but that. just a certain kind of style.
5: Because everyone kind of goes is with he, some he, of their. Is he always going to
4: do the twist?
5: I'd, I'd rather have him do his own thing. Don't, don't okay. have. Someone else uh, do it, write the story, and right. And uh, here we need you because you're a name. I, I, I'd, right. I'd rather have him just do his own stuff. Because, like I said, I mean, I, I I've seen everything he's done. Um, I didn't like all of it. Unbreakable to me is his best movie.
0: Great. Oh, totally.
5: um, Glass was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> But I, I mean, I love The Sixth Sense like everyone else. But I mean, but what he did with this one, I mean, when a lot of people, when his name comes across the screen, that's why he didn't put his name on. Um, what was that one with um, Will Smith and his son? Uh, After Earth. Yeah, he didn't put his name on it. He didn't tell anybody. Because he knew it that. sucked. I thought it was all right. I liked it. <laughs> uh, but I mean, that that's why they kept that a secret, because when the movie was over and his name came across the screen. Half the people in the theater went, and I was just like, (laughs) but it did bother me. I thought it wasn't what it was. was, That was the realization.
4: Ah, that's why this sucked.
1: Maybe we should all rewatch it. Maybe all these movies are meant to be seen 20
5: times more than ever. I've only seen that one once, and I, I liked it for what it was. Maybe I need to watch it again. Maybe I'll hate it, but. Um, it wasn't Battlefield what, Earth either way. Like, everyone oh, liked to make ooh, it out to me. I was that, just like, man, yeah. okay. I don't even think I could sit through that again. Brian, don't ever put that uh, on the I've unfortunately it's seen some, Battlefield multiple the times docket. thanks to Riff tracks. <laughs> oh, that movie I've never was watched terrible.
1: it. <laughs> it's a great comedy.
5: I mean, nothing against you Scientologists, but no, that movie was terrible. It's <laughs> um, terrible, but, what, but it's brilliantly bad. <sighs> oh, I <get> <laughs> Maybe I need to watch it again I only yeah, saw one pretty fantastically You're
1: throwing more popcorn at the screen Because you're like, oh my god <laughs> <laughs> like I mean, the- but what
5: What he did with Old I mean, I, I liked what was happening Yes, he was in it a little too much I like it when he just Kind of pops up and then, and that's it
0: Yeah. But
5: he they kind of made it Well, he didn't really have that much of a big part He was mainly just there But, um it, it was it was cool. I mean, I I liked what was going on. The the cast of characters once they all got to this beach, and and all the weirdness happened. I mean, no spoilers because everything you see in the trailer is pretty much uh, what was going on. Um, I don't know about midsize sedan or whatever his name was. Like, did <laughs> I end up with that name? <laughs> that,
1: that was to me. That was like From the Dusk sp- Till Dawn <laughs> for Midsize Sedan.
5: <laughs> <laughs> that was a, a terrible, terrible
4: rapper name.
5: Yeah, I know. <laughs> I want to hear why he named that guy that character. I was like, really? He, he must be listening what? to weird rap music, especially with the <laughs> visit <laughs> connection
1: here.
2: Yeah, and with the kid and the visit. Right, I get it.
1: <laughs> what kind uh, of weird rap
5: music are you listening to, M Night? T Diamond Status. I mean, I but I thought that the whole the whole time of the whole feeling of dread was was right there. And, it, and oh, yeah. it, once it started, it never left, because you were like, fuck. Because when they were fig- trying to figure out what was going on and why everybody was getting old, I mean, I thought that was good, because it was like, time was ticking. Yep, you're running out of time, literally, right? Yeah, so it was like, <laughs> we, we need to get our brains quick and and try to figure this out, because, I mean, the, we're, we're dying by the second, so, but I, I thought that was a good idea. But, I mean, again, with the end, Mm. It, it was what it was and I went okay I can accept it but I did I want a little more explanation yes but I mean I was satisfied with uh, when the movie was was said and done um, you felt like you played it a little too safe or just right Um, but you still wanted more because you
1: were invested enough
5: yeah I think he didn't want to go too far Um, I was kind of uh, for me, as, as an M Night fan, I was kind of hoping that this was linked to something else in his universe. But uh, ah, okay. I didn't. I didn't right. catch anything. I didn't catch nothing. I don't know. Maybe someone yeah. else did.
2: I, I didn't. I didn't either. It was like mm-hmm. its own story. I thought.
5: I was really eyeing everything in the background. Every time they showed some kind of name across the screen, be it the name of the hotel or just if something appeared. I was, to, okay, I was trying to link that to other things, and I, I couldn't come up with them. And all the videos I watched, nobody mentioned that this was linked to something else. So I think this was just a one and done. In movie and, advertising. Yeah. <laughs> so, but A, ta- a red herring. <laughs> but, I mean, but overall, once it was said and done, I, I really liked what was happening. I liked uh, the whole cast of characters. I mean, they, they they made you like these people. They made you hate these people. And I thought they all did. I thought everybody did a really good job. As far as scenery, um, I thought the whole beach looked cool. But when the camera mm-hmm. pulled back and you could see the cliffs and everything, right? that that CGI wasn't the greatest. But from what I understand, they did pretty much build all that. Okay. So uh, I was like, all right, cool. Right on. Um, I think they did this was it? it's in the Dominican Republic, I think. Oh, wow. Okay. I think they filmed it there cuz I remember watching some stuff and they they had to build some of that uh, that wall that um, that cliff wall and then they CGI it on top of that. I didn't think that was the greatest, but um uh other CGI in it, we we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that if we get to and we'll won't get into spoilers. I like what they did and I'm I'm glad the lighting they used during that scene was cool. So, and that was pretty spooky. <laughs> so, but uh, other than I was just fucking dreading the whole time and dreading sitting there like, damn, I'm getting old. But, uh, I mean, I when the movie was over, I, I enjoyed it. I definitely want to go see this again.
3: Look at that. Two badass reviews. Brian, do you agree with him? Yes, I do. I was Woo. definitely entertained by this. Um, for the most part, I enjoyed everybody in the, in the movie. Uh, you definitely had the people that you were rooting for, and you definitely had the people that you were rooting against. Um, uh, we already talked about Alex Wolf. I think he he's a, a great actor. He's in a lot of good roles. I liked him in this. Um, but the one that I'm going to start watching out for is uh, the one that played his sister, Thomasin McKenzie. Uh-huh. Um, uh, she was beside this. Uh, she was in Jojo Rabbit. And
2: oh, was, that's uh, who that was.
3: Yeah, she's in the upcoming Edgar oh. Wright movie, Last Night in Soho. Guys, nice. So I I thought she was pretty good in it, and um, yeah, uh, I did for a minute there. I I, I guess since we're doing our age here, I'm I'm the third oldest one (laughs) on the panel. So times ticking, man. Yeah, it it makes you think, and um, yeah, and just uh, one of the things that I thought he he did really well in this movie was was the beach because one minute you're just looking at the beach and how beautiful it is but at the same time you just get this eerie feel uh every now and then with certain camera angles and camera shots and um yeah yeah, the the effects of them aging and other things happening rapidly was was (laughs) to me i don't know why anybody says this is not horror that that was terrifying to me especially when we get to spoilers uh, a certain character uh, their outcome was definitely horrifying to me. Yes. And yeah, I, I don't know what else to say that you guys didn't say. Um,
1: Maybe definitely, this movie is a prequel to that movie, The Beach.
3: Just yeah. of
1: that. That'd be ah, terrible. <laughs> uh, yeah, I
4: mean I I, I can kind of see both sides of it. I it, this This movie seemed more theatrical, like a stage show.
1: You know?
2: Yes. Like a play, mm, right. right? Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. I got it's, that as well.
4: And that's, that's kind of how a lot of the lines were delivered. Yeah. And, uh, I, I, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing, but I can see the critique of it. Um, but I also think it was a really great concept and, uh, it was something different and I like that. And, I think he did a great job with the cinematography and uh you know, keeping it small and especially now that I know that it's on that small of a budget, that was that's pretty amazing for you know what he did there. So I'll what give was him
1: the credit for it budget approximately, like it was like 10, five or six thousand, something like that. Oh, so just like before with visits, so okay.
4: Yeah. I like that's crazy. <laughs> um I no I I think the actors did a pretty great job. Uh well well with the exception of again sort of looking like they were reading lines from the script, but it was again very much like a stage show kind of thing.
2: Uh so I I'll, I'll give it credit there. I, no, I think I, I, I think some I, of think that I, was I, like done on, it. I think some of that was done on purpose, man, to kind of yeah. throw you off. I really do. Well yeah,
4: because everything did sort of seem surreal.
0: mm mm-hmm. Mhm. You know? Mhm.
4: So I, I, I like his artistic vision there. I think he was going for something. But I also caught it by other means because I couldn't go see it in the movie, uh, which means it was a crap copy.
2: So oh, no! I get your yeah. copy, damn it. I'm so glad I went to the theater.
4: I would really like to see this one uh, Why didn't you in give all Give me
2: your glory. link, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i uh, ready. But
4: uh, yeah, uh, g- good movie, man. Um, Alright, well let's do scores before we hit spoilers Uh, Lance? 9 on 10 Wow,
0: look at that
2: Yep, favorite film of the year It's going to be tough to beat this If anything's going to do it, um, ironically The same actress is going to be in that one That would be Last Night in Soho That's the only thing I can think Ah. of That might pass this up We'll
5: see Maybe Hmm. I'll give it a 9 Wow yeah, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Yowza. Is it my number one movie? Not even close. I don't even think it's in my ten right now. But uh, wow, <laughs> you put not... it in your top ten M Night films. Uh, <laughs> well, how many? you did not have that many films, does he? I don't know. <laughs> He's was uh, about it, ten. It, and it, it, it's
1: all it was or nothing good. with you. It, it, yeah, I was gonna say if you had That's to count shows like Wayward Pines and Servant, you'd be fine. So, but <laughs> you at least put it in the top five.
2: Yeah, Nas gives a lot of high scores, man,
5: uh, and a lot of really shitty ones. Uh, I would go Unbreakable, to Six Cents, uh, Split, The uh, Signs. Yeah, this would probably be five. Then I'd go Village and All Right, right Nice. Okay. that one girl in the water and all that. Okay, the one girl.
4: <laughs> I would a hundred percent agree with you on that <laughs> list. I like it. It checks out nice
3: yeah all right
4: uh Brian, what do you think
3: seven and a half uh it's it's not my fa- it's not up there it's kind of middle upper uh, as far as his movies so right enjoyed enjoyed the cast story uh uh the the twist ending had me uh wondering some things also how would I feel about it actually existing and yeah it's it's an easy seven and a half it it could go up. On a second rewatch though.
2: Holy fucking shit. I just realized. Ep- maybe it's Epstein's I- Island. Oh no, stop it. <laughs> wrong? I just realized the nurse uh was Miles from Lost. I knew that fucker like looked- and- Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was just make a joke about Lost earlier. <laughs> okay.
1: it's the island.
2: Which guy? My uh the-, the nurse, the dude that was the nurse in this movie, he played Miles in Lost. Remember when the other showed up?
5: Like in oh, season
2: was- three, I think.
5: That was uh, June Tao from uh, Rush Hour.
2: Ah, okay.
5: <laughs> and he was um. D- oh,
1: uh, Ken Kim Jeong, right? South Korean actor.
2: Uh, Kim Le- Le- Oh God, I'm gonna fuck up the name. Help me We're out. Talking R-
1: Rush Hour and Lost. That's the only actor I
2: can think. <laughs> no, of. Phil- Philip, help me out with the pronunciation, man. Dude, I'm not looking at it. I don't know what you want me. <laughs> <laughs> it
5: was Danny Glover's oh, partner in Saw. What? The guy that got shot in the head with a. The- shotgun
4: <laughs> i've seen him in a bunch of stuff he's I, I like him he's a better actor than he showed
3: are we are we doing like his favorite roles of ours or something I, don't know, I guess so <laughs> well, i always I think of uh, trying
1: to say this is in the same universe as lost
3: <laughs> i liked him in the sopranos when uh junior soprano got put in the old folks home bro, <laughs> right and he was in there with him or not the old bully. folks home the little mental, mental <laughs> yeah. asylum
4: that guy's awesome. All right, back to the movie.
3: <laughs> oh, he's in X Men movie too.
4: Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think you're pretty spot on with that score, Brian. I'm gonna copy you again and go seven and a half. Mm-hmm. I think that was
2: ah. Okay. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm surprised we didn't have any haters
4: tonight. No, I mean I definitely didn't hate it. It was a, it was a good concept and like a good it. movie. You know, it, it definitely, <laughs> <All> right, <cool. laughs> it definitely wasn't uh, his best outing, but. Uh, I mean, it was it was pretty solid. I liked it. It was it was worth a watch, man. Like, nice. If it wasn't M Night Shyamalan again, we'd be like, oh wow, this movie was really great. You should check it
1: out.
2: Ah, so he's judged a little more harshly than yes, some. I think so. Yeah,
1: everyone's going to get that prejudice, and some of it is if you even want to listen, go into politics is kind of how it, it depends also on what corporation is behind whatever person is reviewing it and they got their own agenda so it's like oh
2: Oh, boy let's stay away left
1: turn (laughs) left turn left turn sorry (laughs) no spoilers guys someone didn't like it and it did not it did not prevent you guys from enjoying this so I would not be surprised if the user score is extremely high.
4: Oh yeah I mean that happens a lot with some movies.
3: Uh, right spoilers spoilers
1: this is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned.
3: Let's do just, it. Can I just <laughs> you really guys? jump Please. forward to fucking Crystal? That yes. scene in the tunnel. Yes. That was horrifying to me. That was my uh, favorite scene the Because her her thing in the in her condition in the movie was uh she had a calcium deficiency. Right. So over over time of not not having her calcium, uh, her bones became brittle. And then in the in that that scene in the in the caverns or whatever the tunnel, when she just kept breaking her limbs and they would instantly heal the way they were broken, okay. mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. was terrifying to me. Yeah, the, that was pretty. The scary. one that
5: fucked me up was the when the girl got pregnant and she like had the baby like in a matter of minutes.
3: Oh, and I, I want to say. I'm happy it didn't go. I I was like, said it on the show before that if she got pregnant by one of the adults, I was going to walk out the fucking theater.
5: Oh, yeah. (laughs) I I, I don't know if you guys noticed, but I was thinking it was the midsize sedan dude because he kept looking at her. And then he, when, when something was going on, he like was like patting her soul, her shoulder and, and looking at her weird.
3: Yeah, I, I I think that that whole relationship because she was the only one that didn't really when they first got there everybody assumed he killed that one girl and she was yes. the only one that kind of exactly. gave him the benefit of the doubt.
2: I, I think I think M Knight did that one million percent by design. He oh, yeah. purposely set him up to look like that was going to happen, and then um, obviously it didn't because he wanted to he wanted you to get your expectations a certain way based on what society wants us to think, and then he turned it on its head, and I love the way he did that.
1: Sounds so, like that's a throwback to Split, where, you know, the kidnapper tries to get one of the women pregnant. Mm. Seen some themes there. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. He's, he's oh. definitely got his themes. He, he He's always had a water theme, too, hasn't he? Right. And it's in spades in this one. He's like
0: Quentin oh, Tarantino okay.
5: with feet.
2: With feet. <laughs>
5: oh my god. <laughs> that whole birth scene and and the baby oh man dying like within minutes that was I was like damn I yeah mean, I wanna, how was many hours up. Went, how many hours went by before the baby like turned to dust and you can hear when they were carrying him and you can hear the bones in the blanket I was like oh.
3: they oh I know they said by the time the lady said by the time she laid her on the towel uh-huh. the baby was dead
5: yeah. yeah.
2: Now, explain that to me. Because
5: of lack of attention? Yeah. They I think they said they
3: everything did. was moving too fast.
5: Yeah, they the baby couldn't they absorb it all. They didn't feed the baby, like, right away. So within yeah. a matter of minutes, that baby was probably, like, went years or days or whatever without mm. eating. And, and it died.
3: Yeah, because I believe they said it was for every year. It was half an hour.
5: Yeah. Mm. so I'm kind of glad they didn't show the baby. Not, not a dead baby. But when when the baby was was alive for that minute, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad they didn't show show it. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, but that would have been,
2: been a little little too harsh, huh?
5: Yeah, but, but how did it, it work
4: with the rest of them without eating?
3: They had food. They had. Food. Remember, they. they had food. I mean, they I, had. Go ahead.
2: Yeah, but if it. It was a cellular thing. I mean, they, they I think they explained that they didn't necessarily need, su- uh, you know, sustenance. I think they just. Oh, OK. Sales for 18. okay I, I had it. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Brian.
3: I was going to say they had plenty of food because uh, remember that scene when the, they were carrying the stuff and uh, the guy <laughs> so asked we, M. Night, why do we why do we really need all this food?
2: Yeah. The, i had a little problem with the the cuts healing wolverine style but then i thought okay wait a minute because that's because they're aging quickly duh and so it would <laughs> yeah it, it was a little cheesy when they removed the tumor am i right it was a little too easy to, the tumor. Yeah, was
3: kind of sick to me <laughs> yeah Especially how quickly the tumor grew that's our
4: What's, second arnold impersonation of the show
2: <laughs> <laughs> was there anything that almost took you guys out of the movie
4: uh, no, not really. No. I mean,
2: the the nurse swimming out to
4: see when he knew what the fuck was about to happen. Yeah, when he kind of dumb to me. Told well, you all- how
3: far it was. Yeah. When yeah. He told you how far it was, and I'm like, you you should be listening to what you're saying right now because you're well, not gonna make it. And you kind of knew because of the 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 girl that was dead girl. when they first got there.
4: Yeah, like at this point, you know what's happening. You know what happened to her. You know that that guy didn't kill her. She just tried to swim away and died.
5: Well, he was thinking like, well, maybe she didn't she didn't know this was going to happen since he knew what was going to happen. He goes, maybe I can last a little bit longer than her. Maybe I can get right. through that vortex or whatever the hell it was. To, just enough. right? Just enough to get through to be all right.
4: Seems like a bad he, idea.
5: he. He told his wife, and he was like, look, because she didn't right. want him to go, but he told him, like, all right, I'm, I'm going to do it. That's why she hugged him and gave him a kiss, because yeah. he was like, I, I got to do it. Someone's got to do it. To Someone's to get got it
2: to give it a try.
5: I, do it. Do it I was swimming one time in high school.
2: I mean, otherwise, we're dead within a day anyway, right? What do you have yeah. to lose, literally? Yeah, so
5: you, point, right? you might as well say, fuck it and go for it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> The, the the thing, my big problem with the with the whole movie, which I, I don't know, who found this beach and how did they know? I mean, because obviously once you go in, you can't leave it unless yeah. you went through the coral. Yeah, mm-hmm. who found out the coral part? The coral thing. I mean, that's a little far-fetched. It's a bit of aided. They, they had to
2: have an out, a way to end the movie. I, I figured but I it wanted out.
5: to know who... <laughs> <laughs> like get, give oh, me dude, the history of, of them. Right. Give me the history of this beach. That was the only thing because I was sitting there wow. thinking, who found this? Who mm-hmm. found out that it was doing that? So uh, pharmaceutical companies, apparently.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, there's so much about medical. So it is ethics. in the same universe as glass. I guess yeah. it is, man. <laughs> Med- medical medical ethics really comes into play here, was right. All, and it's with all, all the corporation vaccines. game. <laughs> All the vaccines and stuff, talk and go, stuff like that going on right now. It's pretty timely, I'm huh? You
1: lied. This is about Corona.
4: <laughs> Maybe that's how they found the vaccine so quickly.
5: Ah, mm. okay. <laughs> I I d I'd like uh, their goddamn cancelled. I, <laughs> I, I like their idea of what they were trying to do by curing these the, these medical issues and like in a short amount of time. Because when they gave that uh, the the lady that was having the seizures, they gave her whatever they gave her. Yeah. And she lasted like years. Yes, literally. Um, yeah.
3: wasn't, her seizures were terrifying. Yeah, no kidding.
5: And they made it like, "Ah, hey, it's nothing. She does this all the time. You just sorry, keep walking." I, I love I-
2: that. I love that setup too. When they were at the at the at the hotel or at the. You know, main place where they where they all met, and she had the seizure, and they kind hmm. of set it up there. That was that was really well done, I thought.
5: The the thing that 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 scared me the most out of, of getting old is when the the dad of, of the two kids is when he his eyesight started to go, and I'm yeah. and, so then, and then her <sighs> hearing was going. Yeah, I was sitting there thinking Heck like, it. "Fuck, man!" Because I was I was joking around like, "Oh, fuck, I got bad eyes." And then I'm sitting there like fuck.
3: <laughs> I mean, yeah, like I
5: happens. I can see without my glasses, but right, I, I can only see, I can't read that good. I well, mean, things that are far away. It happens quick. I was like, need glasses and pretty it, soon. <laughs> I was happening so quick to them, and, and then the mom losing her hearing, and that that doctor dude that was like, what was that? Oh, movie? that was terrifying. Was uh, he had
3: he had schizophrenia. schizophrenia.
5: Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, fuck. I mean, that was scary. And uh, I did like the scene when uh, the mom cut that doctor with the with the old uh, with the old rusty knife and how oh, quick God. it got into his bloodstream and just killed him. I thought that was cool. Yeah, I mean, because she knew that, like, yeah, rust gets in your blood. It turns into poison and it happened so quick, it like just immediately within not even a minute. And, and it went through his whole body and killed him. I thought that was cool. But um, other than it was just sitting there, like uh, I'm getting old. Should have had but. a tetanus shot. Stupid doctor. <laughs> I mean, I thought everything, all the <laughs> explanations they were doing was like, all right, cool. And he, there was it, was it that much of a twist ending? A little, yeah, but not. It didn't go. Uh, but I was like, ah, okay, yeah. But right. I was like, I'm getting
1: right. a feeling that he's really just had a coming to Jesus moment. Just all these years of just answering to critics and everything and i think he just he pretty much just revises his twist until he feels like you know what i think most people will you know let this slide or be happy with this he he knows he can't please everyone and at the same time he doesn't want to again go over the top
0: yeah
2: he just gets more and more well and this one was more of a reveal than a twist really yeah, yeah, agreed. I, I, I was I was very happy with it. I think it made perfect sense. It explained everything that happened up to that point, and it was I, I think it was his his most well-done twist of probably any of his movies. And that's, not the sixth sense. Well, that's oh, why I want to read the graphic novel to see if it ended in the same way.
3: Uh, Colonel I want, uh, uh, Lance, Lance it, it says it's loosely based off the book.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. I, that's exactly what I wanted to hear, Brian. Because I'm, I watched I, a,
5: I watched I the video of a guy explaining the movie and with the and the comparison to the to the book, the graphic novel. Um, he said, "Yeah, the characters were there. I think the main one the, that was pretty much right on from what this guy was saying was the Doctor. Okay, on how he on how he what was happening to him." Uh, in the books as well as in the movie, he said that was pretty much right on. I don't know. I haven't read it yet, but, but I want to read it, but, um, um, all right, guys, I gotta, I gotta cut it short here for myself. I got, I got, right, right. Right. Nice you. you. uh, I came on and everyone that listens to action and stream fiends, we'll be back just as soon as, uh, everything goes back to normal in the area I'm at. And things uh, stop being on if- fire. Yeah, if any of you firefighters are listening, thank you, uh, guys and gals, for what you guys are doing out there, as well as our law enforcement, because totally. it, it's out of control where I'm at. Plus, uh, in Nevada, um, south of where I'm at right now, there's a huge fire going on down there, and it's, it's just smoky as fuck uh, at my house and here at work, So, but um, everyone just uh, be safe out there. And uh, we'll be back, sure. Brian. And I will definitely be back. And uh, all you guys, just be safe out there. And uh, I'll talk to you guys later. So until then, everyone, party on! Take all right. all right, is that
2: the show?
3: Yeah, I don't. I don't think there's really much more to say, except uh, <laughs> R.I.P. mid-sized sedan.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, no, I, I think we hit the high points.
2: It was a it was a good show, guys. Uh, Cameron, we definitely appreciate you coming Thank on you, board. Sir. And um, one more time, man, plug plug for the show, man. And what what else do you have going on?
1: We just ra- are wrapping up an episode on Larry Cohen tomorrow. Believe it or not, we're just doing a lot of focus on just various <laughs> filmmakers of various kinds. So Nez just missed it. <laughs> he's talked to that guy before. Oh, I'm I'm sure. Uh, every interview I've seen him in, he's been wonderful. But yeah, I mean, uh, just always analyze a few different cult faces. I'd love to get more interviews going, but it's kind of a slow time. So, yeah, I'm just focusing on just various subject matters and rankings. <laughs> All right.
2: Well, uh, as always, we want to thank you guys for listening to another episode of The Horror Returns. We would love to hear your feedback and ideas. You can reach us at thehorrorreturns at gmail.com. Review! Uh, <laughs> one day we'll have a website, but in the meantime, look for us on Facebook, Twitter, etc. Uh, or fuck, just Google the whore returns. You can't miss it. um Look for us on iTunes. If you like what you hear, rate us and review us. Next week, this this one I've been looking for. Oh fuck, this one might be thrown. This one for me, the Green Knight. You guys looking forward to this? Oh yeah,
3: yeah. I just seen the the latest trailer. i I'm, I'm 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 ready.
1: Uh, it took me a while to realize Deb Patel is in
2: this, so it'll be interesting yeah. to see him in that kind of role. going to be interesting, man. And we're also going to check out S- Solomon Solomon Kane, which I watched today, Brian. Dust the Chuckles. So until-
0: okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> From until the, the horror- of Conan the Barbarian. Until the horror returns again, Brian.
3: Good night.